Yeah, I'm I'm recording now, so now all of our beloved subscribers can uh, hear me talk about Ghost Dad. Ghost Dad, come! Fuck no, I really. Yeah, it's called the ectoplasm. <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Remember when Dan Aykroyd wrote a ghost blowjob scene for him to be in? Mm-hmm. So that's like at the at the opposite end of like the Quentin Tarantino casting himself to say racial slurs scale, right? Um, I think it's at the exact same. Yeah, I uh, think it's end. pretty close to Tarantino. Is there it? is literally no difference between Dan Aykroyd and Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Don't do this. <laughs> There's literally no difference between saying the N word and getting a blowjob from a ghost <laughs> <laughs> and pretending to get a blowjob. Uh. Well, thank you for joining us tonight. That will be the end of our show. Uh, <laughs> over before Let's see how many times started. I can get one of you to say the podcast is canceled tonight. <laughs> <laughs> now to open up a single beer and call 911. <laughs> can I say, I am like constantly thinking of the thing that Josh said on Discord where he was like, so glad to hang out with friends and not think about dog cum for an entire day. <laughs> anyway, time to take a big sip of what I assume is coffee. Hey, I, I need you all to promise me that we're not going to start screaming about Garfield this episode. <laughs> I, hey, I we am can't on the make record any saying promises. I'm not going to do that. I think we're really at the mercy of Matt. I'm going to start screaming about Dilbert instead. <laughs> there is a dog in Dilbert, you know. His name is Dogbert, and he comes a lot. <laughs> oh, God. Why the- Ugh. Oh. Just solid, thick ropes of cum constantly. <laughs> oh my! I just we had to... have to stop talking about ropes. I like. <laughs> I like. Think I about need how... us Matthew, to stop. We can't keep doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Rope, heaven, now! No! 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 Oh fuck! Do you ever think about how, like, nine months or so ago? Uh, I said the phrase Henry Kissinger is Pokemon going to die for the first time. And I could have just not said it. Yeah. And then this would never have happened. What was the context in which you said it? I was saying Henry Kissinger is going to die just like as a sentence. Because it's a sentence I like to say. And then Sam Uh edited it and to make it good. (laughs) To fix it. (laughs) And that was that was the voice chat that I started by just screaming what the fuck is up gamers for 10 minutes, right? Yeah, the voice chat that you started with that. Anyway, yeah, I'm just going to talk about how much I hate Jordan Peterson as my topic of the week, just because I posted that. That's good. As the resident Canadian, Jordan Peterson is a bitch idiot. (laughs) As a Muppet, I think that he really needs to be brought down a peg. (laughs) We can't talk about pegging on this episode. (laughs) Okay. But it's International Women's Day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I saw Deadpool. I got four emails at work about International Women's Day because I work for the government. So, like, one of them was, like, Justin Trudeau himself being, like, a message from Justin Trudeau. Was he wearing socks that had, like, women on <laughs> was them? Was he wearing socks? <laughs> In his email, was he wearing socks? Yeah, well, I'm just gonna just post the Trudeau emote just for good measure. Okay, but what was he wearing in the email? <laughs> hey, hey, did you, uh, did you guys play Mother 3? Remember Rope Snake? Thank you. <laughs> Rope snake is made of calm. (laughs) (laughs) We can't keep finding new ways to bring up calm. We really can't. There's already a podcast that has it in the name and we're not them. The true ASMR experience is listening to a bunch of morons scream the word cum for an hour. (laughs) 
Hello and welcome to Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, Not a Threat. Just a fact. Uh, I am your host tonight, Patrick, aka the Unpaid Commentern. I'm Sam, aka Doug Jones, who Doug Jones, the one and only, you can't clone me. <laughs> I'm Matt, aka Dinesh DeLoser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Caroline, aka George R.R. Soros. That's a fucking good one. I'm Zach, a.k.a. Benedict Whack Arnold's. (laughs) How's everyone doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I got my tax return today. Oh, hell yeah. One Canadian dollar. This bitch got (laughs) $2,200. A crisp toonie. What is that in real people money? Less. (laughs) I mean, I also got paid, like, my first paycheck from my government job today, so I got, like, over $3,000 from the government this week, which is pretty sweet. Thank you, Daddy Trudeau, for my paycheck. (laughs) How many bitcoins? Oh, um, how how much is the bitcoin up to now? Uh, I think it's Uh, Just uh, update that bitcoin price. Um, what's the bitcoin price now? I don't know, let me double check. It's already changed since you started mm-hmm. typing. Yeah, hold on, let me check what it is. Eight Bitcoin? You're talking about three Bitcoin. How can you possibly <laughs> be making 24 Bitcoin? <laughs> and speaking of bits, this is a bad one. Ugh. Oh, that was... That tasted bad when I heard it. <laughs> See, the thing about Bitcoin is that it's funny fake money, and it's going to ruin the entire world. Uh, anyway, should we podcast? Yeah, let's podcast. Uh, Sam, I think you're first up with your topic. So... <laughs> um, so the Stormy Daniel stuff is getting fucking dumber and dumber by the day. Obviously, uh, sure is. Of course. So I don't know how much everyone's been following the Stormy Daniels. Uh, thing. I only I, I only saw the um, the CNN headlines when I was at the gym today. That's about it. I heard that okay, there were so, possible images involved. Yeah, yeah. So just a quick a quick rundown <sighs> for anyone who hasn't been following it. Donald Trump's lawyer. Uh, sent like a hundred thousand dollars. I think it was a hundred and thirty thousand to uh, porn star Stormy Daniels, like ten days before the election, uh, at as a part of a deal for her to uh, keep quiet about an alleged uh, sexual. I mean, giant quotes around sexual uh, relationship <laughs> that she had with Donald Trump. In so far as Trump can fuck. <laughs> right, which is to say, not at all. But with those yeeks, um, unless unless there is a magazine with a picture of his daughter on it involved. But anyway, oh, so <laughs> so what's happening with that now is that Stormy Daniels is suing Donald Trump because uh, Donald Trump with his his like pseudonym on the uh, agreement was I think David Dennison. And <laughs> regular human Dave Dennison. I mean, at least he didn't use his normal fake name, which is John Barron, his fucking son's name. Oh, uh, so there were like a few a few spaces on the contract for for Trump to sign as David Dennison, and he just never fucking signed the contract. Yeah. Oops. President deals Whoops. doesn't know how a contract works. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I am. I'm not a lawyer, but I'm pretty sure if you say if you sign your name. Uh, it has to actually be your name and not just a made-up fairy tale name. Well, if you've seen Trump's signature, it doesn't really matter <laughs> because there's no reading that shit anyway. Yeah, but... how do you use a pseudonym on a contract? That's why he's such a brain genius. He figured out the big loophole to Dodge having to follow contracts. He just doesn't sign his real name. It works he doesn't sign his real sign name, and all. he never pays anyone the agreed price. Right, exactly. Wasn't wasn't this a contract that he was trying to bind someone else to? Doesn't <laughs> matter. He already won. 
I mean, his his lawyer signed it, so he probably just assumed that that was enough. Imagine being <laughs> Donald Trump's lawyer. Well, you're basically just his fall guy at that point. Pretty yeah. much. I, mean, I, mean, that was, I imagine that job lawyer, also prints money. There was that statement that one of his lawyers made when he 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 made that tweet that was I don't remember exactly what the tweet was, but basically it like directly. He was basically the tweet said that he directly was committing obstruction of justice when he fired Comey. And then his lawyer came forward and was like, uh, I, I wrote that, actually. Yes, <laughs> oh, that, yeah, that was, was it. funny. I've been trying to remember what other time... I thought it would be good to incriminate my client. I've been trying to remember what other time his lawyer took the fall for him for, like, several weeks, and I couldn't find anything, so thank you. Um, yeah, there you go. But, yeah, and then he also was like, oh, I personally reached out to Stormy Daniels uh, to give her this hush money of my own volition, and the president didn't know about it. Which, like, sure... Normal thing lawyers do for fun is they send one hundred thirty thousand dollars to a porn star yeah. of their I own mean, haven't money you? To make her keep quiet about something that totally didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you said that this happened before the election. Was this before the election or before he announced his candidacy? It was ten days before the election. October twenty sixteen was when the money was sent to her. Jesus, he can't even do hush money right. Well, yeah. it's hard. I mean, <laughs> the Hillary campaign couldn't even do oppo research right. Or, yeah. you know, anything, right? <laughs> anything. I mean, I think the You're other thing that... You're sounding kind of Russian, so I would I would be careful there. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think the other thing that really needs to be said, like, on this topic is the fact that, you know, media people are kind of blowing out the whole sex part of the sex scandal out of proportion. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like if, if this woman had literally any other job, uh, it would be nowhere near as big of a story. But because she's a sex oh, no worker, doubt. you know, it's a big thing because, yeah, you know, because the government hates scandal. them. It's not right. Uh, it's not news that Trump uh, like cheats on his wives and has affairs, which is weird because he doesn't fuck. But like, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not news that he's a sleazy piece sharks. of shit. So I he just I, wants to be held <laughs> <laughs> just uh, softly, softly grasp his butt. Oh, it would be so damn. Let's, let's not forget that... We cannot Stormy, talk about his yeeks again. Stormy Daniels has has legitimately said that part of the part of their their relationship involved her spanking him with a fucking, like, finance magazine that did, in fact, have a picture of his kids on it. Gross! But also, that is literally that something part. that allegedly is true according to her oh um remember how uh this agreement that trump forgot to sign because he's a brain genius uh ex- <laughs> basically makes it explicit that trump sent dick pics yeah, yeah there there was there was a, a part of the agreement that made some I, I don't remember if it was like uh she's not allowed to talk about or she's not allowed to show anyone but yeah there was there was a specific thing about like illicit photographs that she had received the, which the yeah. language used was very weird it wasn't illicit it is it is fun hearing business talk about dick pics i mean i feel like <laughs> trump just doesn't know how to send one and just sent exclusively his perennium like it was nothing <laughs> no take. no i i legitimately was thinking the same thing it was definitely underside pics right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like that episode. He's like lifting the um, leg. It was like that episode of Arrested Development where Tobias accidentally takes a picture of his scrotum with his cell phone, <laughs> and the media thinks it's evidence of um, it's like a landscape in Iraq. Because it's <laughs> Listen, we've all been there. Who among us? 
If I had a dollar every time that happened to me. But it's like evidence it's like of he, life on Mars. He absolutely <laughs> took the picture with flash on underside <laughs> with the front facing camera. Uh-huh. Right. And, and then it's the picture mostly leaks to the media and, and they're beach. like Behold the red planet. <laughs> <laughs> That's because uh, of the syphilis, right? <laughs> oh god. Well, I mean, everyone talks about the face on Mars, but this is more of the head on Mars. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> Wackity schmackity We're do. done here. Uh, anyway. Podcast canceled. Speaking of, you know, Trump being really good at interpersonal skills, Caroline, would you like to tell us about Sam Nunberg? Oh, God. So I had to actually, like, I had been following the Sam Nunberg story since Monday, but I had to take notes on this for the pod because, like, the information, the constant influx of crazy information from complete morons who work on the Trump campaign, it's so prevalent and saturated at this point that it just goes in one ear and out the other. And it's gone within like four <laughs> days. But this is the fourth like... day, so we can still talk about it. <laughs> hey, wait, I'm, I'm a dumbass. Can we talk about who Sam Nunberg is for yeah, our so... fellow dumbasses? What's Sam Nunberg's earliest claim to fame? So he was a um, aide on the Trump campaign in 2015, and in towards the end of 2015, he remember this is the Trump campaign. He got fired from the Trump campaign for being too racist online, <laughs> which is a you know a very high bar to clear. And I guess he hasn't done anything so- well actually on the t- while he was working for Trump. <laughs> Um, he was the infamous aide referenced in um, Corey Lewandowski's book about the Trump campaign. He was the mm. person who had a special order at McDonald's and Trump said, leave him because it was taking too long. So they just left him out of McDonald's. <laughs> and because of incredible Why loyalty, have you forsaken me? <laughs> like that, he surfaces three years later to call it to 20 different um, 24-hour cable news networks to um, talk drunk live on air about how he wasn't mad about the subpoena he got for emails on the Trump campaign. And if he was arrested not for mad. not following the subpoena, he would actually be laughing. It would actually be funny <laughs> to him. He's not mad at all. But that, yeah, he so, kept. Um, was he was he actually definitely drunk? I've I've heard people saying that. Was, so was that... yes, he was almost definitely drunk because in one of the million different interviews, he said of having a complete meltdown on national television um, on CNN. The anchor, or not the anchor, but whoever was taking the interview, said, "I can smell alcohol on your breath," and he kept saying, "No, I haven't had any drinks." So, oh my it god, was, <laughs> very obviously. Uh, a saucy yeah. boy. <laughs> it's like when Don Lemon said, the smell of marijuana is definitely in the air when he was covering the uh, Ferguson protests. Oh, jeez. Right. <laughs> Don Lemon, uh, bitch idiot. Yeah. Don, Don Lemon, retire. John Lennon is dead. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he was most mad about um, having to turn over his emails with Roger Stone and having seen, yeah. like, noted thousand year old babadook looking motherfucker Roger Stone. <laughs> oh, okay, hold on, hold on. Uh, so you know how Brooks has been posting all those fucking Joker memes on Twitter over the past few days? Unfortunately, yeah. Have, Don't have talk you to guys, me about this. Have you guys seen the picture of Roger Stone dressed up as the Joker? Wait, no. hang on. Okay, Google that right now. I'm Googling it's, it. He did it, and I don't remember what the occasion was. It was probably like a Halloween, uh, Halloween oh, party or something. Oh, holy shit, I remember this. 
Yes. <laughs> There's also um, a Trump picture of... Trump advisor Roger Stone keeps tweeting this photo of himself as the Joker. Keeps yes. tweeting. <laughs> Why? It's bad to look at. Yeah, it's it's bad because it's also like a shitty Joker. Um, and yeah, a very Roger bad Stone pose. Just... There's a picture of um, Steve Bannon wearing a Guy Fox mask. Oh my god! I love that's... that. When I love googling Roger Stone Joker because the picture shows up. That's Trump advisor Roger Stone versus Soviet depiction of capitalist pig. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he probably has a coal mine of children on his property. I could totally. I mean, what that. else are, ch- are children supposed to do if not mine coal? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, so uh, you know, bouncing from one great Trump story to the next, Zach, I would I would love for you to tell us about our gamer in chief. All right, what the fuck is up, gamers? What the fuck is, <laughs> what up, the fuck gamers? is, what is up, gamers? Gamers. What the fuck is up, gamers? There's a lot of geeks and gamers on this podcast. If only there was a way to find them. The cake is a lie. Huh? You can't tell, but we're all doing sly smiles. You can't hear that clapping. <laughs> oh, okay. I heard someone drop out after I said it, and I was like, damn, that joke <laughs> was really, really didn't land. Um, all right. So uh, Trump uh, is officially our gamer in chief. Uh, so around last week after the Parkland shooting, uh, Dangerous Donald Trump uh, announced that he was going to be meeting with gaming industry leaders to discuss the effects of violent games on uh, on violent behavior. Uh, but he forgot to actually alert any of the people that would be attending before he announced it. So everybody Whoops. was like, hey, we didn't hear anything about that. Whoopsie daisy. Um, he gave a really good quote, um, <laughs> which I'm going to read off and I'm not going to do a stupid fucking voice. So oh, I'm so excited. Uh, he says, we have to look at the internet because a lot of bad things are happening to young kids and young oh minds and their minds are being formed and we have to do something about maybe what they're seeing and how they're seeing it. And also video games. I'm hearing more and more people say the level of violence on video games is really shaping young people's thoughts. And then you go the further step, and that's the movies. You see these movies, they're so violent, and yet a kid is able to see a movie if sex isn't involved, but killing is involved. Maybe they have to put a rating system for that. I mean, maybe uh, they do. Yeah, we did, we did <laughs> yeah. talk about the rating system last week, but the I I had not heard the video games part of that. Yeah. No, I mean, I think he has a good point in that all of us have had our minds completely ruined by being kids on the internet. Right? How so? That's, that's the thing. Like out of context, him saying we have to look at the internet because a lot of bad things are happening to young kids and young minds, and their minds are being formed, and we have to do something about what they're seeing and how they're seeing it. Like. If you take that out of context and pretend someone else said it and you look at, say, like, 4chan, then, like, it's completely valid. Well, yeah, see, the problem with that right. is that the people who had that happen to them fucking voted for him. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, because it's brain poison. And so that makes now you with vote for him Trump. talking about um, vi- censoring video games, you get this beautiful cognitive dissonance that I remember happened with, um, you know, all the mighty chuds with net neutrality where, like, yeah. The first couple net neutrality headlines, people were pushing against it in the comments saying like, um, well, Trump isn't going to go through with this. This is just something he had to say to appease X and whatever donor. <laughs> um, because he's and, a genius. Once Trump, it became who we all clear know, loves that to the appease people. Net neutrality rules were actually going through and Trump was very much in favor of them. They all decided that they actually loved the Internet being censored and, um, you know, <laughs> What's the term for it where you fast lanes? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They actually love that and they were very excited. I love paying for it. a premium price for the same service that I used to get always. 
Well, yeah, it's it's incentives for innovation. Right. Yeah, I can't wait to be charged to have to like spend twelve hours a day just making myself furious on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it, actually, actually, that would though, be good because you can, then you I can still. <laughs> You can still watch all your Harlem Shake videos, and uh, Epic Meal Time is still perfectly available. You know all the things that people are still into. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm oh, what if I want to look up leftism? What? No, that's no. that's that? not banned. A hundred dollars per search. God, that reminds me though. I got a like a free ebooks and audiobooks app from my library because nice. you know socialism. Nice. And the like it's mostly garbage, but I did get a audiobook copy of the Communist Manifesto. Hell cool. yeah. Oh nice. That's probably the only way I would ever read it is if I got a free I'm literally just copy. gonna listen to it at work. Which I feel like is the ultimate way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Is it read in like, like a funny German accent? I don't think so. It's when oh. Marx is at his most powerful when you're at work. Um so there's more to this because all of this stuff happened a week ago. So yeah, yeah. fast forward a week. Um, well, actually, over the course of that week, um, you see a lot of uh, gamers getting extremely red and mad and nude online. Uh, gamers they- doing that? Yeah, they were <laughs> gamers never. get mad online. <laughs> Yo, anyone else in this thread fucking pissed? Um, so <laughs> they uh, they all, for some fucking reason, assumed that Trump was going to be the gamers' rights candidate. <laughs> And so yeah. when he was, which of course, like Trump has never played or touched a video game in his entire life and thinks they're for like degenerates. He doesn't have but, the dexterity with his tiny hands. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like I would be surprised if Trump has ever uh, played a video game, read a comic book, used the internet. <laughs> I would love to see Trump trying to play Guitar Hero though. I would just love to, like, I, I kind of just want to see a day in his existence because it just sounds like nonsense i don't want to see it well i mean i especially want to see the shower scene to get to those yeeks shut okay (laughs) so anyway uh so gamers getting rad and mad and nude and going like fuck trump like i voted for him thinking he was gonna stick up for us gamers but i guess i was wrong like this is like the straw that he targeted gamers yeah first 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 they they came came for the the muslims Muslims. <laughs> that was perfect. My God. Um, so, uh, nearly a week passed after them announcing that this was going to happen, and they didn't announce anyone that was going to be in attendance or, like, what was going to happen. Um, so then the day before this meeting is supposed to occur, they announce who's going to be there. Um, it was a bunch of people from the games industry. Um, so, uh, the, uh, head of Bethesda's uh, parent company, uh, the head of Take-Two Interactive, the head of the Entertainment Software Association. Um, Anita Sarkeesian. <laughs> and Can you imagine? I would, Todd I would Howard was to outside that. waiting to sell them copies of Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids, you know what game never causes violent urges? Skyrim. Um, so, uh, they announced this entire list of people, um, and also a bunch of people who are outspoken critics of games in as, insofar as they believe that, uh, games, uh, are a direct causal, uh, have a direct causal link to violent behavior and who have published research or tried to pass legislation concerning that. Um, I don't have any names, but none of these people are recognizable names anyway. Um, what, they no didn't get Jack experts, Thompson though. in there? Uh, I- surprisingly i don't think he was on that but he did very much get disbarred yeah no he super got disbarred (laughs) but i mean like how could trump be against violent video games because that's how they train people to be operators of the new genderqueer drones 
Because it's an excuse <laughs> for gun violence uh, that isn't guns. Or so here's here's a thought. Here's a question. So they're they're I'm sure they're talking about all these violent video games. I I guarantee Grand Theft Auto was brought up. They probably brought up like uh, fucking Skyrim and Fallout and all that good mm. stuff. We don't know because it was closed to the press. <laughs> right, but what are the odds that nobody brought up uh, fucking like Call of Duty or any like war related? Oh, zero percent chance because those yeah, are no, like no fully pun- Pentagon funded. The yeah, most, I mean, the most mainstream series in the world. That's all about how it's it's great for people to get guns and gun right. down brown people. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, well, and you, they're you, they're also like enormous money makers for the video games industry. There's no way, barring like some sort of legal action, they'd ever do anything to like reduce their numbers on those. They they sell gangbusters every time they come out. Well yeah. what is what does the Trump administration care about like the game industry's bottom line? They don't. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit about gun violence either, but they need yeah. to do something to right. make it it's... look like they're not just I mean sitting do on they need asses. to do something? Because they could just be like the Democrats who are like, we don't need to pass anything to protect dreamers or gun violence. I don't think that's what the country wants. Yeah, no, honestly man, I think you're right. I think like the only reason they're doing this is because you know, somebody in the White House still has, like, some inkling of an idea that, hey, maybe we should at least pretend to do something about this. Uh, but I, you know, honestly, depending on, on how 2020 goes, like, the, the next presidency, I could very well see, like, openly embracing school shootings. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that seems kind of extreme, but also, like, you know, the past fucking 20 we years already of my do life. It, so. mm-hmm. Right, yeah, we, we, we basically like, don't do explicitly it. say it, yeah. Right. We're, we're, it's just kind of this, like, weird, unspoken, like, well, that's how it's got to be. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the, the price of freedom is, is dead kids. That's that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of um, it's shootings and dead kids, uh, Marco Rubio was supposed to be at this meeting, but uh, chickened out. Marco Rubio was was too busy being stuffed into a locker by a high school student. Marco Rubio doesn't have any <laughs> fucking chivos, so I really don't give a shit what he thinks about video games. I've just been really enjoying like Baron Trump, like like going up to his dad, like crying, like Dad, please don't take away Minecraft. <laughs> oh God, yeah, no. He um, when Trump was talking about like violent movies and violent video games, he actually said, "I've got a son." The stuff he sees on TV, I see him watching on TV, you wouldn't believe it. It's so violent. The stuff I make him fast forward to <laughs> yeah. when I'm watching Bloodsport. <laughs> what movie was that again? Bloodsport. Uh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Oh my fucking god. It's a movie um, called Bloodsport, first of all. So the thing you gotta know <laughs> is, 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 is that it's blood blood sport. <laughs> Hey, more like Blood Squart. Nice. Yeah, uh, so anyway, we don't know anything about what happened in this meeting. It wasn't open to the press, but apparently the one thing we do know is that Trump opened it with a fucking sizzle reel of violent video games, then, like, stopped the video, (laughs) turned to everyone in attendance, and was like, boy, that was violent, right? He's so cool. (laughs) He he pulled up his Halo 3 headshot montage. (laughs) (laughs) Then 316 no-scoping people, and it's like, can you believe this sick shit? You ever seen anything like it? Oh, baby, a triple. I wouldn't be surprised if the only result of this meeting was basically just Trump going into the meeting being like, hey, you need some help busting all those unions that formed with your voice actors? Because <laughs> I'd be super into helping you do that. Uh, I would love to see Donald Trump trying to play any video game, but I think I'm really enjoying the image of Guitar Hero or Doom, personally. We bowling. I want to see him play a Kirby game and then just immediately vaporize being exposed to purity and goodness. See... <laughs> 
I think you're all wrong. What I want to see the president play is Katawa Shoujo because <laughs> don't make me think about Katawa Shoujo. No, okay, no, no, first no, no, of all, no. how dare you mention that? And second of all, I 100%ed that game. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. I don't blame any of our viewers if they don't know what Katawa Shoujo is, but Katawa Shoujo was a um, Japanese... Um, was it Japanese? I think it was. No, it was, it was made by 4 Oh, It was a visual novel uh, where it's like a like visual novel dating sim kind of thing where the whole gimmick is that all of like the romance options have like dis debilitating or disfiguring illnesses um, yeah or let's, injuries. let's preface this by saying it's it's fucking bad it's a bad game just know that one of the hosts of this podcast absolutely 100 of that game i'm not gonna yeah. lie because like did you I, come i played some of it because everybody for like a good week was pretending that it was progressive and good and then everything that i heard about it was just like hey actually this fucking sucks to hear and read about it's like people are like oh it's like positive representation it's like actually it's fetishism but so jot that down 4chan <laughs> fetishizing people with amputations and stuff? That well, Wait, 4chan well, made a me problematic surprised. game? I, know, I did not know that 4chan made it. I didn't know that. Well, I don't think it was like 4chan explicitly. It was a bunch of people who I think maybe met on like some sort of 4chan board. Yeah, um, on the uh, sexual fetish horror board. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So 4chan. Hey! Think, hey. If, I, <laughs> if I remember correctly, a few of the guys from like the original dev team tried to make a sequel like but like a gender swap, gender swap sequel a few years ago. Um, and as you can imagine, I think the way that ended was with a bunch of money laundering and the project being abandoned. Oh, no, wait, not just the way. Is it, isn't it weird how often that happens with Kickstarters where it's like somebody's, <laughs> somebody like on Tumblr, like draws like a picture of like, what, what, what's the classic a bear, example? A bear and a police officer? Yeah, the bear and the like park ranger or something. We can't yeah. talk about Kickstarter. I'm just going to end up screaming about how much I hate the game Exploding Kittens. <laughs> I don't know oh, if God. this was explicitly Kickstarter, but um, there was like a crowdfunding project to make a documentary about Gamergate with two people, and eventually uh, there was yeah, a yeah. Yeah, was fallout yeah. over yeah. obviously something it... stupid, and there ended up being two competing Gamergate documentaries. <laughs> yeah, Jordan <laughs> Owen and Gamergate. Like a bitter blood feud yeah. between the two original. Um, yeah, I, I just I remember that one of them put H Bomber guy on the map. One of them always had a skull. Yeah, yeah that was that's that Davis Arini. Davis Arini always had a skull on the shelf behind him. That's like, really cool. All things that can be said about him, that's actually really good. It's na- yeah. the skull's name is MacArthur, and he only has the one, and he moves it between shots so that it's always on the ca- on camera. <laughs> yeah, he uh, moves it, which is the better part, the best yeah, part. Yeah, like it. to keep it in the shot. Um, that would be and, like yeah. me like webcamming with one of my many duck themed lamps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, but I'm that would rule. things about you, Matt. I'm uh-huh. gonna post a picture of it in the chat. I remember That's the, the guy who always had the skull in the shot, like had uh clips from like his other videos where he wasn't talking about Gamergate, where he would just like say like actual Nazi shit, like say the N word with a hard R, and like yep. yeah, break, stuff breaking like that. news: Gamergaters are racist. It's weird how there's that huge overlap. Who'd have right? thunk it? It is weird. I think that we can probably move on from this, though, before yeah, we uh, talk about too many things that are too surprising. Just one last thing on the topic of crowdfunding. Uh, please give us money if you can. Patreon.com <laughs> slash HKIPGTD. You know uh, exactly what you're getting if you give us money. Help us keep the lights on on my very expensive server. Anyway, there's the duck lamp. Everyone could look at it. It's what a good lamp. duck lamp. We actually uh, have several. Oh, nice. There's another one upstairs. It reminds me of the duck phone from Jersey Shore. 
That's great. Uh huh. Podcasts are so, a visual medium. <laughs> that's phenomenal. Well, Can we that's talk a about visual it? touchstone for our viewers. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good lamp. I think may, probably best lamp I've ever seen. A solid nine out of ten. Thanks. Wait, why the, why the minus one? Well, I don't know. It's a, it's a fucking duck. I don't want a duck in my well, house. The, the problem with lamps is that they make light, and if you you turn if someone turns a lamp on while you're asleep, it'll it'll wake you up. It, you'll be woke. Is uh, can we can we talk about something woke transitioning? <laughs> yes, we can. Uh, Caroline, allow me to be the first to congratulate you uh, on how McDonald's ended misogyny today. Thank you. Today we <laughs> all ate at McDonald's. Wick Donalds. Yes. Oh, it's Wick Donalds now. Wick Donalds, yes. So no, it's uh, Wack Arnold's. <laughs> Welcome to anime. For we those of it. you who don't know, uh, today to celebrate uh, National or International Women's Day, which it is today, Woo! the 8th of March, McDonald's announced that in a select few locations, they would be turning the M on their logo upside down into a W, uh, which, as we all know, stands for women. Uh, so basically... I <laughs> <laughs> swear to God, when I fucking saw this story, I was losing my goddamn mind because I... Could not believe it was not clickhole. Oh yeah, my god! You know what the problem ridiculous. is? Yeah. You know what the problem with your fast food restaurant is? You've got it set to M for McDonald's when you should have it set to W for Wumbo. <laughs> I think we were all waiting for someone to make that joke. Yeah. I, so so You're basically, welcome. sexism. Ni- sexism is over. Kids? Anyone? Less than a quarter of the McDonald's board is women, but you know that doesn't matter. You know most of the franchisees are men, but yeah, that doesn't matter. Uh, most of their uh, minimum wage employees are women, but you know it, it doesn't matter. They have a W on the sign. Sexism and is over. And on their social mm-hmm. media, mm-hmm. they changed their, social, their social media social profile media. pictures. It was really oh, brave of them. Mm. Yeah, it was really online. brave is the thing. Why would you say something but, um, <laughs> so controversial yet so brave? It cured my sexism instantly. I think, I think the, the important takeaway here is to remember that corporations don't give a shit. You know, every year on International Women's Day, on my Facebook memories feed, I, I uh, saw a post that I made last year that Facebook made for International Women's Day. You know, they all, and Google made one today, uh, they all trot out these these, you know, big posts about how celebrating women in their respective fields are important and how women should be paid the same and hired the same. Um, but then they don't actually do that. No, Google, they just super don't. Yeah, they yeah, don't like, at all. The, talk I, is cheap. It's so easy to, like, it's so easy and so impactful to change it to Google for one day. And they <laughs> couldn't even fucking do that. <laughs> yeah, to but, change I mean, it to The problem is when anything, if anything starts with an R, it's just going to be really bad. Like, I'm going to go on Wedit today. <laughs> oh, no. Wumbler. <laughs> Yeah, we're recording this through Whiskord right now. <laughs> In fact, all um, our voices are muted, and we're actually just gonna get. Well, actually, it would it's be just this gonna be cold. Caroline's voice going out today. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually recording this entire episode upside down. <laughs> In honor of International Women's Day, I will be recording the rest of this episode in a falsetto. Yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> In celebration of International Women's Day, I'm going to die at the end of this recording. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it's in celebration of International Women's Day, I'm going to watch yeah. Borat, but only the part where he says, my wife. They're like, <laughs> like, Google in particular, they're one of the ones who made a post today. They, I think, got in trouble with the Californian government, maybe the federal government, uh, because their, their wage policies towards men and women are so vastly different. You know, uh, women get paid a lot 
a lot less working at Google than men do. Um, yeah, I think it's not, it, I don't think it's a matter of policy. I think the problem is actually like they have a policy that they're not enacting. Um, right. So sure. like on paper, they're saying like, yeah, equal pay. In reality, the wage gap very much exists. Right. The right. Image, well, I'm sure that... um, like protecting the image of feminism and empowerment is profitable, but actually giving the money to women that they earn is not profitable for the company. They'd rather right. keep holding on to the old way as long as they possibly can without too much public backlash. That's always like a big thing, eh? It's just like... Optics, they, they've realized that optics are more important than actual action for their action, right. for their stock base. Right. And like, it's, as there's, there's one hand where it's like, corporations threatening to pull out of places has actually gotten some really bad laws off the books. Yeah, like, so like sometimes the... they can do a good there. Yeah, but the at the South same Carolina, time, uh, trans bathroom bill, a few, I got, I could honestly not tell you if that was like months or years ago, but whatever it was. You know, when, when people started threatening to pull out, that, you know, made shit happen because money is what drives the system. This is, this is a little bit of a, of a, uh, tangent, but did, did you all see the, like, Frida Kahlo Barbie? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, first of all, why does that fucking exist? She was an anti capitalist. <laughs> and? And it doesn't have a unibrow. Right. They whacked yeah, that's the fucking point. If you know one thing about Frida Kahlo is oh that she had a goddamn unibrow. And also, she's, like, not in any way, like, visibly disabled. She's, like, a normal, regular, yes. like, freestanding Barbie. Well, <laughs> I mean, come on. We're not gonna we're not No, gonna we're, go we're not gonna far. come on Barbie here, Sam. She has uh, to... Okay. Behold, she has Stephen to, she Hawking has to be, Ken doll. It's, it's a Barbie. It, she has it's, to be It's hot. just a Ken doll with, like, a keyboard. He's wearing glasses. These, these yeah. little girls aren't gonna buy the doll if it doesn't make you horny to look at it. Exactly. I, I mean, y'all get horny looking at Barbies, huh? <laughs> you huh? Don't. Not me. I don't buy Barbies. Uh, Anymore. Uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> so that's gonna do it for As us As someone this who week. owns multiple My Little Pony figurines. So, circling back a little bit. Uh, this is, you know, just kind of another extension. Like, last month, uh, for Black History Month, you know, all these same fucking companies trudged out their whole same thing about how, you know, hiring and paying black people is important, and then, you know, entirely failed to act on it. Yeah, uh, McDonald's changed their name to Black Donald's. <laughs> <laughs> no, they said uh, in honor of, uh, in honor of Black History Month, we will be changing our name to Whack Arnold's, like in that one Chappelle show sketch. <laughs> no, they're, they're rotating the M 90 degrees, so it looks like a B. McDonald's? <laughs> 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 and then eventually they're just gonna be Threek Donald's. <laughs> Changing our uh, slogan to ba da ba 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 bim buving bit. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, so stupid. Donalds, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Thanks, McDonald's, Sam. for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> thank you for giving us International McDonald's Day. Yeah. <laughs> Celebrating uh, McDonald's everywhere, no matter where you come from. <laughs> So, uh, y'all hear about West Virginia teachers? Yeah. Yeah. The thing about strikes is that they're good. Mm -hmm. The good thing about West Virginia is that they don't have to turn the first letter upside down for it to have a W. <laughs> they're just calling it women. They're calling it WV Women's for Virginia. women. Women vaginas. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> nope. <laughs> That's 
about that. All right. Okay. Uh, user was banned for this post. Kind of cis-normative of them, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the, the, the teacher strike in West Virginia was, you know, nominally a success. They're, they're getting what they want, probably, but uh, in return, the legislature of West Virginia has decided that instead of, I don't know, maybe taxing the coal or natural gas industries, uh, that they're just going to cut Medicaid because, you know... Money's money, right? You know, sick people, rich people, mining. It's it's really yeah. The same I'm sure thing. this was I'm sure this was not a calculated decision by them in any way. No, to be not, clear, they're not, not they're not all. getting what they wanted. They were they were demanding like fixes to their health insurance, and they got the five percent uh, pay raise, right. which was yeah. not what they were fighting for. But some really which like that was like the really low ball part of their insurance. offer, right? Yeah, I mean that that's why they did the wildcat strike strike is because they got the five percent, but what they were actually on strike for was their insurance stuff because right uh you know teachers make shit in this country and so if they get sick that's that's kind of a big deal yeah as someone who lives in a place where teachers can make six figures ontario good sometimes jesus six figures wow like just just on the low end of it but nonetheless it can happen yeah i mean that's you know at least double whatever teachers are getting here Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah but they can make more if they want to um have a gun (laughs) <laughs> yeah, oh, just gotta get the headshot God. bonuses. Did we talk about arming teachers last week? Yes, yes. or two right. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Just so I'm, I'm not gonna callback. scream about it anymore. Suffice to say, it's it's Bad. fucking incredibly stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I can't blame the teachers for uh, ending the strike there. I mean, I I can't imagine like the pressure that you'd be feeling from like everybody to mm-hmm. you know well, take, so about take striking the best thing general- you think you can get and and yeah. it wouldn't. Because, like, well, striking is fucking hard. It's, like, it's not an easy thing to do. Yeah. Right. Like, even even when you have a strike fund, you're still operating on less pay than you'd be getting otherwise. Right. right. Yeah. Which, like, that was, the, that was the thing that was super fun about uh, when the, all, the entire Ontario College of Teachers went on strike. So every single college in Ontario was on strike at the same time mm-hmm. for, like, yeah. several weeks. That, that's and, cool. And, um... No students were getting their tuition back until, like, way later, because essentially there was a lot of lawsuit threats. And right. all the administrators were still getting paid their salaries, but none of the teachers were. That sounds mm. So essentially, right. the administration was gaining money by not having to pay teachers throughout the strike. Amazing. While they were only taking money out of strike funds. So essentially, yeah, they tried good. to starve out the strike fund. And anyways, a bunch of colleges are about to go on strike again, so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. A bunch of colleges. Uh, uh, also, in Oklahoma, teachers' unions are throwing around the idea of striking for similar benefits. There's some rumblings of the same thing in Arizona. Uh, and it would be really cool if, you know, teachers across the country decided, hey, fuck this, this this sucks. Let's, let's yeah. have better lives. The thing about organized labor is that it's actually very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing I'm worried about is with the cuts to Medicaid, it's... It hasn't gone through. This is all just like people saying this is probably what's going to happen, right. and it yeah, seems yeah. very likely. I can't imagine why they wouldn't if they if they can. But I mean, they're gonna they're gonna do what everyone always tries to do, which is like frame uh, strikers as like greedy. They're gonna say, "Oh, the teachers, the teachers came in, they made us cut Medicaid for their own paychecks." You know, mm. they they're definitely the money not out like buying students' lunches. Right with um, yeah. Well, they're not going to especially with the teachers' and... union. There's a very easy bad faith line of attack, which is they're um, leaving the children without an education. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to do everything they can to spin it to make it look like the strikers are the ones in the wrong, even though they yeah. were very. I, they were very at... clear about we want 
fix our fucking insurance with the gas severance tax. Like, that's what they said a million times. But, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and wait, we- uh, you, you mentioned... Uh, colleges uh the college strike and that reminded me real quick i'm just gonna bring these up very quickly of two separate uh college um related uh issues from this past week um so uh host and enemy of the show brooks has been talking about how um adjunct professors um at um uh, florida state university are trying to unionize and the university yeah. is sending out uh anti-union communications to all adjuncts basically saying like you're free to join a union but here's why it's bad and they use the exact same rhetoric i love to get those i got one of those for my other job it was oh, yeah. super good it's Th- really funny the- those um company letters about like anti-union company letters they also say they always say like we normally love unions except for this one yeah. Yep, it, yeah. this particular Everybody union thinks is that bad. all unions are good except for the one that they're trying to get. That threatens. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just really glad that I'm in a secure enough position at my at my other job that I sent them an email back that said in slightly more polite terms, "fuck off," and I did not get fired. <laughs> oh, it's very good. Nice. Um, they also always say like you you know the results of like a union contract negotiation are uncertain. You might make more money, you might make the same, or you might make less. So yeah, like, okay, no, no. My favorite, my favorite is um. Uh, this is one that came up in my in my email that I got. Um, is you lose your bargaining power when you join a union. You lose oh, your yeah. yeah. bargaining power. Unions, yes, you and know, I'm like the, the I, famous I, I, bargaining this was power that the of, individual has. Right. This was this was part <laughs> of my email back. I was basically just like, what fucking bargaining power do I have? I have a $1 an hour above minimum wage raise, and it is literally the maximum as set apart by the company board of directors. Like, what? I have no room to wiggle here. Like, what <laughs> what, what am I going to fucking negotiate? Yeah. Um, like, I'm, I've been working in uh, for uh, about two and a half years um, in, in a uh, temp position that's supposed to last for six month to six month contracts. So, like, yeah, I got a ton of bargaining power. Like, yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, so the other um, college-related um, story that I wanted to quickly bring up, um, and I'm sorry for not putting this in the show document, um, was something that I saw earlier today. Um, a student at uh, Howard uh, University um, was uh, given an incorrect or invalid uh, date to sign up for housing. Um, and when she and a bunch of other students who encountered the same issue showed up at the housing office, the housing office was like, all of the housing is gone and you'll have a chance to get more housing in May, which like is basically asking people to put wow. their lives in limbo. Um, right. So uh, this girl who's a 19-year-old sophomore um, was basically like, hey, um... Like, I'm going to be homeless. Um, like, uh, uh, I'm going to cherry pick um, a uh, quote from here. What would you suggest we do through this turbulent time? I know that our school is based off truth and service, which are apparently, like, the motto of Howard University. Um, so I would like to think that we would live up to that. So I beg of you, please let us know what we are supposed to do. She sent this to the university president. And the university God, president... God, imagine being able to be eloquent. <laughs> 
Yeah, like, d- like I'd be like, fuck a- you, you clown. Yeah, this was like <laughs> eat shit and die, and also suck my nuts. <laughs> Dictated, but not in right. that order. <laughs> yeah. So like, this was a very like measured and like composed response to like a terrible situation, and she took this up there up the ladder and emailed the university president, um, uh, Wayne Frederick, um, and Wayne Frederick responded. Your tone and tenor is inappropriate. The appropriate offices to handle this matter are copied and will respond. End email. Yeah, I saw Get that. That was some bullshit. Helpful. Like, yeah. I, I, I have and, love like, tone policing people who might become homeless. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. And another student also um, emailed the president about the same issue uh, with a similarly measured email. And um, in this email, he says... Uh, I'm sorry to learn of your dilemma. Your tone and tenor yesterday was shocking and honestly confusing. I'm not sure what motivates you to address me in that manner. What the Homelessness. fuck? Homelessness! I'm hopeful that you find a solution to your situation. However, I hope you oh can be God. reflective on your approach, your interaction, and your perspective. So, this is like... Ass. I know. The thing, like, that a lot of people misunderstand is that they think because uh usually uh the head of a university is called like the uh is like a head of college or a president or a chancellor um and they think that this is somebody because that role sounds very like it, you know it sounds like like almost like a bureaucratic role so it sounds people hear this and they think this is somebody who's like who's supposed to be like representing the best interest of the students a all of these things are just a nicer name for ceo a university oh, yeah, president no, that's what they are a university president is not elected they are selected by the university's board of trustees um in the case of the university um where i work the um board of trustees was previously called the university name corporation um until they changed <laughs> oh, the good. name to the cool. university name board of trustees a couple of years ago but otherwise changed nothing about it so it's it, it's just like something that people need to keep in mind when they expect the like a president of a university to Human do anything in stu- yeah anything like to do with student or faculty's best interests it's just like not gonna happen because they're working right. to make sure that the university stays rich and they're working to make sure that they can get their two hundred thousand dollar a year bonus Absolutely. like that's the thing yeah. is like that's ceos well, ceos people, so. aren't people mm-hmm. right yeah, and they're not. just 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 a friendly reminder that the highest paid public employee in the United States is a university football coach. Yeah, the highest That's paid really cool. um, government employee in most states are university football coaches. It's Indeed, insane. but I, I just mean the, the like most the most highly paid public employee in the entire country, including the president. Hey, yeah. this country I mean, fucking does. sucks, dude. <laughs> it does. It's also, good. Uh, like, sure if we can, if we can go back to the strike thing, the the last thing I want to say about the uh, teacher strike is, I just hope that the results of it, if if they do make those Medicaid cuts, like it sounds like they're going to, I just hope that nobody lets that discourage them from striking further, because the the more strikes that happen, the better it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the government's Absolutely. always going to fight dirty, but it's worth it. Yeah. Right. right. I mean, unions almost uniformly make shit better, uh, except for cop unions. But of you know, fuck yeah. them. Yeah. See, cop unions the thing are about basically cops is just that they, like they they hate unions unless it's their union. 
Right. Which exactly. gets the them thing off about cop unions people. is that they're like openly evil. Like they put out yeah, press releases where they're just like, like everybody can suck our fucking nuts. Like, Great news, everyone! Evilness is up fifty percent this quarter. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like some of the most blatantly corrupt organizations in the country for sure. Remember mm. when yeah. um, a bunch of cops were mad because the fraternal fraternal order of police in New York City was not no longer going to issue like ten get out of jail free card of fraternal oh God, order yeah, of police okay. friends. They were only we, gonna we were supposed to discuss like that. that on episode nine, but I think then we we, the reason it. we yeah, did like is we because there was. It was, was kind of dubious. Of, yeah. Yeah, seemed, no, it was. It seemed that, dubious, though. but it is actually super real. I did actually have a chance to look into this after the episode. Oh, like but they are very able real. To find, because I, when I was looking into it, I found like four different descriptions of what those cards did and how they worked, and I couldn't get a clear answer. Well, see, on no, what the they thing really is, there, there is no clear thing. It's fucking Calvin Ball. Uh, oh well i imagine because they're not like official documents they're basically just like a signet ring that tells people you know a cop right yeah they they have no official sure. action well i mean we, we probably shouldn't get into it too much because it's it's hard to say what's true but cops bad uh let me be clear let me be clear uh <laughs> what these things are are they are uh cop but they are cards that police officers uh receive that they are able to give to friends and family and apparently it's a common practice to do this over the holidays um where basically if you get pulled over for, or you're involved in some sort of minor infraction uh you flash this card to the officer um and this officer recognizes that you know a police officer and they decide not to proceed with actions against you because you know a person now that's assuming that the police officer in question is corrupt assuming 100 i think that's a pretty bold assumption yeah it's that thin blue line baby (laughs) what is the chance of any given police officer being a bad apple pretty low right it's, right? it's it is zero yes exactly <laughs> yeah because they are not apples they are people right um <laughs> every cop that does something wrong is just a bad apple and every cop will eventually do something wrong and be called a bad apple <laughs> the thing and about bad say, apples is that they definitely no don't spoil the bad bunch. apples the thing about bad apples is that they're good apples actually okay <laughs> <laughs> it's like a bad banana you get to make banana bread out of it it's fucking good it's fine it's tasty good mm. treat <laughs> We're gonna solve all our problems with banana bread. Uh, okay, so moving on to our our frozen northern uh, compatriot Matt. I mean, this is functionally just us moving into the quick stuff section because I don't have a super lot to say about this. But I'm just gonna right. like just I don't remember yeah. where I posted this. I think it was was it in topics or was it in podcast chat? Uh, I don't know. It's it's on the document. Just give us the rundown on the huge piece of shit idiot that is Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson is a University of Toronto professor, I think psychology, like 90% sure it's psychology, because it's it's just like, psych profs are just like that. Mm -hmm. And um, his whole thing is that he sent a letter out to all of his students in his class saying that he wasn't going to respect using alternate pronouns for them. Uh-huh. Yeah, because like that's like a basic thing that a lot of profs will just do now. They'll be like, "What do you prefer to be known as?" Just in case someone's like, you know, registered under their dead name or anything like that. You know, just to like have some level of student comfort in their classes. And then he basically just said, "You're a bunch of snowflake cucks, and I hate you." And basically, since this happened, Jordan Peterson has become like a complete darling of the alt right. Like they fucking love this guy. They love him. It's God. 
like there's basically he gets like tons of like speaking arrangements just based on the power of this guy and then because people why would you want to hear him speak is what i don't yeah well see the thing about it is like there's people who have like people for like canada land and a couple of like other like left leaning or leftist publications in canada basically just like do a run through of the shit he says and it's nonsense it's like barely even pop psych nonsense Mm -hmm. like he just starts spewing shit about how much he says that liberals support muslims because they support the brutal domination of women and it wasn't just liberals it was feminists to make yes, it extra massage. Because they, they 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 support the idea of being brutally dominated were his exact words, pretty uh-huh. much. Uh-huh, so like yeah. he just like spews nonsense and people just lap it up. And it's um he has a uh there's something called the monk debates, and mo- the like the monk foundation is uh it's like essentially I'm pretty sure it's a conservative uh think tank kind of thing. And they usually run at least one of the federal debates every year. It stands for Men Old No Knowledge. <laughs> yeah, there are a series of an, they're an annual there are semi annual series of debates on major policy issues held in Toronto. They're run by the Aria Foundation, a charitable foundation set up by Peter Monk, the founder of Barrett Gold. So like you know, just oh. a bunch of great non non flags right there. Great. <laughs> Follow the money, baby. Follow the money. Just. If you want to hear Jordan Peterson talk, I just feel like your time would be better spent just going on YouTube and searching for, like, best of Kermit the Frog, because yep. you're going to get the same sort of auditory experience, but the things <laughs> that, the, like, the content will be better. Kermit the Frog you know? ASMR. Yeah. I mean, you could just spend a lot of time, you could just spend a lot of time trying to suck your own dick, and it would be a better use of your time. That's fair. I love Kermit the Frog ASMR. <laughs> I'm, I'm gently plucking a string on my banjo. So basically, um, noted bitch idiot Jordan Peterson has been getting a lot of uh, speaking engagements, and one of the big ones is a monk debate that's coming up on uh, the CBC. Oh, I guess no, it's coming up on Facebook Live. They're not even putting the monk debate on the CBC this time <laughs> because I don't think the CBC wants Jordan Peterson on it anymore. Although he has been on it recently, <laughs> basically the CBC got just flooded with shit about it, being like. Why the fuck are you allowing this idiot on your show? Just so he can say uh-huh. a bunch of Islamophobic, uh, Islamophobic shit on air. So, um, joining Jordan Peterson, um, don't know if you guys knew this, but, um, Stephen Fry. Stephen yeah. Fry. He, I mean, Stephen Fry got run off of Twitter, like, a few years ago, I think, because he, I don't know, made some dumb bullshit joke, and people were like, hey, Steve, that joke sucks, and then he decided to become anti-politically correct. Yeah, yeah, so essentially it's the monk the debate on political... Story of most of these guys. That's why I love Twitter. It's right. the monk debate on political correctness. Stephen Fry and Jordan Peterson, two white guys versus Michael Eric Dyson and Michelle Goldberg. So, you know, a black man and a woman against two white guys. Now, is, are, are you saying there's some sort of pattern there? Hmm. Um, no, no, it doesn't seem like any kind of pattern. I was just pointing out their ethnicity just for the sake of it, because that's what I do as a non-white person. Because you're racist? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I'm mixed. I, I'm part. I'm I'm part white. It's fine. I got whiteness on my mom's side. It's fine. I got white privilege. It's fine. I, I thought you were gonna say I got whiteness on my mind. <laughs> that's my favorite song by Nas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all but right. yeah, that's um, that's basically all I had to say about it. Um, so that that's happening on May 18th, and you better believe I'm gonna be watching that because I am I am I am going to. I'm going to inflate their viewer numbers so they can feel good about themselves. But then also, I just want to. I want to have more stuff to complain about. 
with your Patreon money, we will all be purchasing tickets. We will be there uh, <laughs> to cheer for our boy Jordan. Yeah, with the $53 we've made, we'll buy 11 plane tickets to fly to Canada. Yeah, exactly. But and hey, then we can hurl uh, dog come at him from the crowd. <laughs> Man. Uh, Patreon.com slash HKIPGTD if you want to uh, buy us more plane tickets just so we can go extra. Like, go 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 there a lot. Or more know? dog come. No, we're not, not that. We're not going to do that. <sighs> oh, right, shit. Uh, sh- Our, um, we- uh, we're actually putting out an episode on the day of that debate. Oh, good. Great. We could do it live. <laughs> we will be recording in the audience. <laughs> uh, all right, live, should we move into shout-outs? Yes, quickly, because we need to get to questions. We've been recording for all a right. while. I'll go fast. All right, so the first shout-out. Uh, coming up in the U.S. Senate uh, for a vote are two acts, the Stop Enabling Sex Trafficking Act and the Fight Online Sex Trafficking Act, uh, which I know from the names sound like things you'd want to vote for, but what these bills would end up doing uh, is uh, es- essentially stripping a lot of the resources away from consensual sex workers online who help, you know, share information with each other to make their line of work and their lives a lot safer. Uh, so, you know, if you've got a, a spare minute and the spoons to do it, uh, call your senators and ask them to vote no on these two bills. So for our last shout out, I just want to say happy birthday, Game Master Anthony. And with that, we're going to move on to questions. <laughs> every game, every character <laughs> from every video game and fictional property ever made comes in. Um, let me just read it out. <laughs> it's my okay, birthday yes, today please. and I'm 43. That means only one thing. Bring it in, guys. Every character from every game, comic, cartoon, TV show, movie, and book reality come in with everything for a huge party. <laughs> I it's it's honestly it's <laughs> so good, so sincere. They As a lot of people everything. have been saying, this is the plot of Ready Player One. Yeah, this sounds like the plot. Yeah, of that Ready is the plot of Ready Player, than Ready Player One. Except I would watch, I would watch the Ballad of Game Master Anthony yeah. before oh, I'd watch the dog shit that is Ready Player One. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, our first question comes in from Tumblr user Futch Cassidy, who says, Fishhook theory, is it valid? Extremely valid. No. Yeah, I think I think it's an exaggeration, but I, I do think that centrists are more willing to go along with far-right policy than far-right. Yeah, so yeah. fishhook theory, for anyone who's not familiar with it, there's the famous horseshoe theory, which says, like, the center is as far away as possible from the two ends, left and right. Fishhook theory basically says there's left, and then there's the center, and then the right curves back around like a fish hook and is close to the center. I get it, and I like it, uh, but I don't think it's truly accurate if we're being completely realistic. Yeah, it's more of a milder fish hook. Right. Yeah. It's a, I think it's, it's just a nice burn on centrists. Like, that's the whole point of it. Ca- it's right. candy cane theory. It's a great burn on centrists, but I don't think it's really accurate, but I do like it. Yeah. yeah. Can, can we start calling it candy cane theory? I like it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that sounds too nice, though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we'll think uh, of something okay. grosser. Don't worry. Oh, no. Uh, our next question comes into us from Anonymous, who says, I was watching a show with one of my friends, and there was a quote in it attributed to Ayn Rand. He remarked, oh, I love Ayn Rand. This really caught me off guard because, one, he's always leaned left of center, and two, he's a trans guy on welfare. Given I don't know what Rand's thoughts on trans people were, but I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that, like every other aspect of her, it sucked absolute shit. Should I try to say something to him about how Rand sucks or just let it be? Um, Yeah, I also don't really know about what her specific views on trans identity yeah. were but i would also imagine they're probably shitty um, yeah well here's the I, thing she's like she's like the like ultimate like objectivist like libertarian right right yeah. so my thinking is that 
like if we take like i'm not saying that any of this is accurate but i'm saying like if you take her like broader political views and apply it to like the concept of like being trans she probably like would be like i personally think trans people are icky because she's a terrible person but i think you should i think you should be able to do it but also i think that everybody should freely be able to like oppress you for doing so because it's like the right. thing is that yeah. she didn't really like drink her own kool-aid as it were yeah mm-hmm. given she died on social assistance which she railed against so much that there's practically there's like corporations and institutes that are dedicated to basically trying to tamp it down in her honor right right so yeah. to uh, the I mean, question of know- <laughs> sorry should you say something to your friend about it yeah tell them this tell them that i'm yeah. suck shit I would yeah. bring it up. I mean, what this might honestly be is just, like, if if your only exposure to Ayn Rand is from her fiction work, which, you know, for the record, I think also sucks shit, it's it's fine. Like, it's understandable to be a fan of her as a fiction author entirely divorced from the message behind those books. Um, because, I, I mean, I can't imagine someone living on welfare as a trans person in America could be at all on board with like objectivist libertarian thought like it's it's yeah. so antithetical to to your life unless you're just yeah. really into trains right um, it's also possible that your friend hasn't read Ayn Rand in a long time <clears throat> and maybe like yeah. read it in high school and was into it or something if anything yeah. like her views on like the native americans should be enough to like yeah like the fact some, that she was like shit. oh basically the native americans deserve to like have their land stolen and be forced onto reservations because like they didn't fight enough to keep it right yeah personally i probably wouldn't like go out of my way to bring it up but if it comes up again i probably would yeah. say like yeah yeah sure. like, like, shut that it comes down in the moment like, Cause, like I, just, I just remember one time I went to my, uh, it was my friend's partner's place because I had I, I needed somewhere to stay when I was in New York one night, mm. um, and basically I went there and then they like had a bunch of Ayn Rand stuff on their shelf. I'm like, oh. Ayn Rand was basically only right about one thing, and it's that trains are cool. And then <laughs> they trains said, rule, quote, Ayn Rand was right about a lot of things. And then I looked Ugh. at my friend Deadlock right in the eyes, just gave her just this look, and they broke up like two weeks later. Oh, oh my god! Oh, nice. It was very. It was uh, a very powerful moment. Good. All right. Uh, our <laughs> you next gave question. Her the Care Bear stare, and it ended their relationship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm um, very convincing. I... I have a very flexible and beautiful face, and when I use it to good effect, I can make anyone do when something. You, when you unhinge that jaw of yours, good luck not agreeing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can I just say, it's really funny that uh, Ayn Rand died um, while on welfare, because you know what else uh, died on welfare? Um, the um, final installment of the... Um, uh, Atlas Shrugged film series, which they had to crowd, <laughs> which they had to crowdfund. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> One thing you gotta know about Ayn Rand is she loved crowdfunding. Good. Uh, okay, our next question comes in to us from uh, enemy slash host of the show Brooks, who says, "What if it was called Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Cry, and you all talked about things that make you sad?" Well, the title would be different, but other than that, it'd be exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, I feel. <laughs> I mean, then I could talk about the fact that I was, like, listening to my new music playlist or, like, the new-to-me playlist that I have, and I was at work, and Mount Erie's A Crow Looked at Me came on, and that's the album he wrote about his dead wife. Oh, boy. And oh. that sure is a thing to listen to while you're trying to work. Well, um, I, <laughs> yeah. uh, 
the most recent time that I watched The Iron Giant, I like 100% like started crying during the, the thing like, you gotta yeah. know about wait, The wait, Iron wait, Giant wait, 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 wait. is that he how, fucking how... loves to fight. He loves wait. fighting. <laughs> how did you watch The Iron Giant? Ready Player One isn't even out Sam, yet. Sam, I'm gonna fucking murder you with my bare hand. Wait, did you see that the fucking Funko figurine that they yep. released for the movie uh, is just it branded? It says Ready Player One. Oh my god. Uh, the outro music for this episode, by the way, is going to be that entire Mount Erie album. Good, great. <laughs> it's uh, good, the last thing, the thing. So there I was, listening to Snowing, and... Yeah, the last thing that made me cry uh, was literally last night, I was watching the movie The Edge of Seventeen, which is very good, and, I mean, I'm also a huge baby. So there's that. Hey, you know, I'm right there with you. Yeah. I cry at all fiction. Yeah, it's it's it's... <laughs> It's really an epidemic. I, I uh, cried when See You Again played in the Fast and Furious movie. Holy shit. <laughs> um, okay, well. I mean, I very much will cry if I'm watching something sad, but usually only on rewatches when I know it's coming. I, like, reverse yeah. brace myself. I've never cried because I'm too cool for that. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, our next question also comes into us from Brooks, who says, What would be done with the excess of used Guitar Hero controllers in the corners of GameStop under socialism? We'd give them to Dangerous Donald Trump to see Donald how funny Trump. it would be yes. <laughs> to watch him play yes. Guitar Hero. <laughs> yep, that's the correct answer. Thank you, Brooks. All right. Our last question comes to us from Anonymous, who says, How do I talk to my white friends about their dreads? I've made my opinions known without causing any real confrontation, but that feels a bit chicken shit. On the other hand, they're just going to get defensive, and cutting them out just feels like an abdication of responsibility. More generally, do you think you have advice for calling in friends rather than just leaving them to be someone else's problem? Just tell them they look like shit. Yeah. That is that is a fair response. White people with dreads universally Yeah, and look just like be like, listen, like, I'm your friend, I care about you, and irrespective of any of the political hang-ups about this, you look like a fucking idiot. You look like an idiot, your hair smells disgusting, and mm-hmm. I am embarrassed to be around you. Yeah, it's literally, like, embarrassing to be seen in public with you. Like, everybody thinks you look like total shit. Um, if they're not telling you that you look like total shit, they're not being truthful to you. Um, no white person right. has ever looked good with dreads. Thank you. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right. Uh, so that about does it for us here, folks. Uh, I have been your host, Patrick. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at PG1497 or at Tumblr at Taking Turns at Random. Uh, I'm Sam. You can find me at twitter.com slash posistress or uh, positive-stress.tumblr.com. And I have a podcast, Jurgen It, that my brother and I do about Secret Life of the American Teenager. Uh, I'm Matt. Uh, you can find me on Tumblr at Trimampoline, but like I never, I'm never really there. I'm on, I'm on Twitter more. I'm at MattGCN on there. Uh, Caroline is having tech issues, but Caroline was here and uh, she is Winter's House on Tumblr and C Savage with two V's on Twitter. Uh, and I'm Zach. You can find me on Tumblr, uh, which again I don't fucking use anymore really uh at night zoned with a k and uh twitter at cataquax if you want to follow us on the show you can find us on twitter and tumblr uh, at hkipgtd we're the same url for both uh, and we also have a subreddit which is reddit.com slash r slash hkipgtd uh, and as of last week we now have a patreon which is as you can probably guess patreon.com slash hkipgtd if you can guess from the three times that we've plugged it already yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's also we also have a Facebook, which basically right now just like auto posts the episodes from the RSS feed, but mm-hmm. like it could be used for more possibly in sure. the future. Yeah, probably could be used for all kinds of things. But hey, yeah, it's d- it's the same acronym, which I always mess up when I try to say it. So someone else do it. Yeah, Kipka to do. 
And uh, <laughs> speaking of our Patreon, uh, oh yeah, we have shoutouts, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Well, here, let me let me first. I can do a quick rundown on our reward tiers, you know, for uh, people who right. have made the mistake of not subscribing to us yet. Mm. So uh, for one dollar or more, you get whatever like bonus content we put out, uh, like audio lightbringers, post show recordings, and bullshit like that. Uh, Five dollars a month, you get a Discord role in our Discord, which is good that you should join, and we will give you a shout on the on the podcast, which I'm going to do in a second. And then uh, $10 a month, you get an even more special Discord role that lets you listen in on the recordings as we do them, as uh, two people are doing right now. Are, uh, are, can we tell them what the special roles are? Because I think they're very good. Oh yeah, $5 a month makes you a comrade, and $10 a month makes you Conrad. <laughs> um, <laughs> like Conrad Black? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so thank you to our uh, patrons, Shaup Alex, Nick Jagged, Evan, Lola Gaines, Daily Garfield, Brett Houts, Stephanie Roof, Ollie Anders, Smoke Weed, and Ellen Nordhog. <laughs> Stephanie's last name is pronounced Ruff. I just want to make a note of that. Ruff, damn it. Oh, God. I, I knew you were going to call me out on it. The, official, right. the official Weed Patreon account is giving us money. That's right. I just like that the, girl, the, I just like that the girlfriends just of the show are so supportive. <laughs> Except for Katie, apparently. Yeah, Katie. Call out uh, post. Katie, when you listen to this, uh, you're a coward and you need to donate to the Discord. I mean, the Patreon. I would argue that it's incredibly supportive uh, to continue being in a relationship with someone when this is what they do. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> not to call out my girlfriend live on the air for not giving me free money. <laughs> Come on. All right. It's it's International Women's Day. There's no better time. To- hey, hey. I got her to join the Discord, folks. Like that's a that's a pretty good effort in itself. Which yeah, I did that's actually true. add a link to the Discord literally on the sidebar of the Tumblr because we didn't have one there yet. Oh nice. Oops. Oh really? Okay. So cool. just like actually all our social media that's not our Tumblr is linked on the Tumblr as long as you're not trying to view it on a phone. Oh, also, uh we'd like to thank the taxpayers for their song Evil Men from the album Cold Hearted Town. Good song. Thanks taxpayers. And we definitely didn't forget to do this during the episode, and I'm definitely not doing it while editing. Uh, so, <laughs> this has been Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Not a threat. Just a fact. Memento Pokemori! Memento Pokemori, everyone! And now enjoy the soothing sounds of Mount Erie. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. I'm loving it. Your waist, next thing you know, you have your pace. You gotta let it go. go.